Okay, yeah, so welcome to Standing in the Rubble. Um, today I'm speaking to our own Andy Robinson, part of Yoga Community Church, um, known to many of you, no doubt. And, um, and this series is looking at um, what's, what's God doing in this moment. Um, we've had all sorts of prophetic words coming up to this um, year, up to 2020, um, about a new thing and everything changing. And here we are and everything's changing and we're in this new thing. And um, I think we're trying to understand what is God saying? What is our posture? How do we emerge from this? Because we're not going to go back to how we were. So what does the new look like? And, and what is spiritual formation? What's God up to in this moment so um and i wanted to speak to andy because and, a couple of weeks ago andy um sent me a a prophetic word that he had um so hello andy um hi good to have you with us and i just wonder if we start there i wonder if we start with that prophetic word you had and if we um and then let's and let's talk out from that point um so do you want to share um, what that word was and yeah yeah i'll um I'll, I'll read it and i'm reading from a, a, another screen so bear with me if my eyes aren't looking directly at you so um so it, it was very much i i was um just relaxing um before god and um and worshiping really and i just felt that i had to to write this down but it was important i wrote it word for word so some of it may not make grammatic sense but then you can't change the words so um but it said it was basically this we stand at the feet of fallen jericho in the rubble the broken down walls but cursed is the one who builds that which i don't require building unless the lord builds you build in vain jericho was never meant to be rebuilt it was a gateway it stood as an entrance point and an obstruction to my people. Now this is a new way, a new build, a new wineskin, but will I require a new people? Will those who have cried down the walls bow down to stand, die to live, deny themselves to embrace me, and in doing so, the next dawning? This is not a time to look around the rubble surrounding, but to rejoice that the obstacles that stood against me are falling. Barricades are coming down and will continue falling as long as my people cry out. This is a time for service for not one, but many, not separate, but in unity. Standing in the rubble, but standing in the rubble arm in arm. I am doing a new thing and you can perceive it because this is your time. But this is also your choice to bow down or rise up who is the god small g that you will stand up for and the god small g that you will bow down for who has your all who has your heart who has your eyes who has your all jericho is down rejoice look forward with jubilation with expectation but now is a time of blessing, of pouring out more and more, time on time, people on people, stand on stand, heart on hearts. All I have is all you have. It is not me you call out to, but yourselves as my body. Therefore today, bow down, stand up, move. The day is dawning, the time is now. Um, and that was 
as I say, I, I couldn't stop writing. And at times you want to stop and go, well, this doesn't grammatically make sense. But it, you can't. You can't change what words God, God gives you. And yeah. I, I was thrilled and not terrified is not the word, but there's a kind of woefulness in that as well. And um, a few months back, I think I gave a tongue and that was the same feeling that I had then that God was almost this passion of when will my people understand my heart and the greatness of my heart, not just for them, but for those all my people, those that don't know me and those that, that do, you know, so. I don't believe God brings viruses and destruction and death and whatever, but I think, I think God knew what was coming. God saw what was coming and, and God uses what is going on as well. And so this is all part of all these things that society has built up that are falling. The things you thought were important are now not important. The things that you thought were strong and invincible they're clearly not strong and invincible the things that you thought you could trust in are not the things you can trust in which is that whole which god are you going to bow down to or stand up to yeah um, stand up for and um but actually the things of the kingdom the the things of god um this is where our allegiance must be and is our allegiance there you know as much as there's a this is it and the excitement of this this is this is significant. This is a significant moment in the kingdom of God. There is also that challenge of, and are you prepared to do what it takes? Are you prepared to step out and and obey? Are you prepared to yeah. are you prepared to are you prepared to step into what I've got for you? I think it was a lot more um, sacrificial than that as well. It was like, um, you know, you know, I, I want people. That they don't separate faith and life, or church and life, or work and church, and all areas of their life, and and as a church body, the same. Um, I, I had a, a similar picture of a, a wave, and people kept talking about waves, and I was like, oh, not more waves, but Lord was saying, a wave has two parts. It's no good a wave coming in unless the wave then goes back out to the source to rebuild, to re-strengthen, and then come out again. And everything is through Christ, for Christ, belongs to Christ. And if we call him Lord, then we can't escape that. He's either Lord or he's not. There's no halfway there. I guess the challenge there, Andy, is for us, each of us to reflect on what does allegiance to God look like for us? Where maybe has our allegiance been to other things? Um, where where maybe if we kind of go, yeah, yeah, no, great, I've got my faith, and absolutely, Jesus, on a Sunday, or even on a Sunday and a Wednesday, you know, whatever, or at these times, but also, there's this other thing that, and and my faith doesn't really speak into that, or isn't, um, doesn't influence that, or doesn't have room in that, or whatever it might be, and th this question of, well, actually, if we're going to declare Jesus as Lord, then Jesus is Lord of everything. If we're yeah. just going to um, which means our careers, which means our finances, which means our um, our choices, which means our families, which means our all, all of it. Um, like, and maybe the stepping into the new is um, a call away from this 
duality as you describe it of well there's my spiritual life and there's my everyday life and, yeah. and the, the challenge is no, no we don't get to do that um in this new yeah. jesus is everything this isn't going to necessarily feel safe for us all and you know the that actually this is us all stepping out of our comfort zones into what god's calling us into and i talked on sunday a little bit of deny um depending on whenever this goes out but when we launched this series um i talked about this idea that um renewal and revival always seems to come with shaking and dispersal so um yeah and we the shaking is evident um everything's been shaken um but we're being shaken um how we relate with god i think is being shaken and then and then this is dispersal which is the spirit of pentecost but um also every revival you go to there seems to be this dispersal from the center of power or whatever out to the outwards and um and i think that's some of what we see now and and i talked about maybe people in their own homes and now people are dispersed to their homes and to their communities and to their neighborhoods um and um yeah. i think a, a scripture that resonates with your word is isaiah 58 the that idea of um you know fasting and what what is it that god requires and um and like what sort of fasting and people crying out to god going oh come on why have you held about we're doing all our fasting we're doing all our spiritual stuff we're doing we're here we are like taking time out for you and and you're not showing up and um and then um and then god says i'll i'll read it um he says yet on the day of your fasting you do as you please and exploit all your workers your fasting ends in quarreling and strife and in striking each other with fists you cannot fast as you do today and expect your voice to be heard on high is this the kind of fast i've chosen only a day for people to humble themselves is it only for bowing one's head like a reed and for lying in sackcloth and ashes is that what you call a fast a day acceptable for the lord is not the kind of fasting I've chosen to loose the chains of injustice, untie the cords of the yoke, to set the oppressed free and break every yoke? Is not to share your food with the hungry and to provide the poor wanderer with shelter? When you see the naked to clothe them and not to turn away from your own flesh and blood, then your light will break forth like the dawn and your healing will quickly appear. Then your righteousness will go before you and the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard then you will call and the Lord will answer your cry for help and he will say, here am I. And it goes on. I mean, as I forget, it's a phenomenal um, scripture. Yeah. But just that, you know, sometimes you can think we're doing the holy thing or we've been praying about this for a long time or I've, I've done some fasting or I've been reading my Bible and come on, God, where are you? And God's going, ah, oh, so much more than that do you not understand like you can't on one hand do that and then at the same time be holding up these systems of oppression you can't be doing that yeah. on one hand at the same time quarreling or serving other gods at the same yeah. time like the the fasting i require is one of service and breaking the the yoke of oppression and freeing people and binding up the brokenhearted and feeding the hungry and clothing the naked and tending to the sick like this is um it's an it's an action it's it's a response mm. of obedience of action of um dynamic love um in action but that that true i i think as well it goes deeper because you know anyone can feed the hungry anyone can clothe hungry but 
what what Christ said. I want you to do it in my name, and that that demands a sacrificial element. That means saying, well, if I've got a bit of food, you can have it. Yeah. If I go hungry, and yeah. it, there's there's that sacrificial Christ-like attitude that says, I'm not doing this for anything other than I can't bear to walk past and see. It's it's the Samaritan, you know, like that. Um, guy was saying it on Sunday I can't bear to walk past and see you suffering knowing that I follow Jesus Christ because I'm weeping I mean when was the last time we wept for the lost mm. and, and I think that's that that's what we we were talking about as a church a while back where God would seem to be calling us to holiness mm. it's like out of that holiness out of that purity come clean hands to then go and do that outworking and 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 as, as we said, it's the same in Micah, where they're all going, well, what more can we do, God? We're, we're doing all the sacrifices, we're doing everything you want. And he's going, you know what you want. You want me to, I, I've told you, walk humbly with me, love justice. And yeah. get on fire for me. It's about the relationship. I don't want you to go and do stuff because that ticks the box. I want you to yeah. do stuff because you can't but do stuff. Yeah. You know, it, any more than Jesus because it have not died. It, love drove him to that you know response and i think that's the call back to to the to the to the church as it is not a church as a refuge as such it's a church as a power base it's like a battery it's like a wi-fi sort of it's the hub and then we go out you know but we still have that wi-fi connection with the hub but, but the hub fuels us to to get remote you know um, in his name so but it's, it's exciting but it's also i think i said to you on sunday there's also a worrying of not worrying but it's like i don't want to miss this yes yeah. is this i i yeah. want to do what god's doing in my generation i want to be a part of it what is the one thing in my life i could not bear to have taken away you, you know the very top what is the one thing you know it's that that relationship with christ it is be all and end all in the in that sense and if god's saying look this is what i want you to do then how, how you know i've got to i've got to do it what are the steps that we can take um from where we are i might i might struggle i might understand what you're saying but not feel the same depth of passion or urgency what are the steps that we can take the simple steps that we can take um, that help us move forward in this. I, yeah, I, I think um, so much of this comes down to um, relationship, you know, and and building that relationship. And um, but for me personally, a lot of it's come through failure, where I've had my moments where God's like Peter, whatever, he denied Christ three times, and yet come Pentecost, there was no way he was going to, because God had reinstated him, he was going to, no way was he going to back down that time. And I must admit, I've learned through that, but also through suffering of, of being close to losing everything and having to feel distant mm. from God, I realised what it means to almost be separated and and i i couldn't bear that and so i think that relationship is fostering that relationship just like we would in a marriage or with our children it's it's about time it's about 
choices. But I, I don't want people to get the wrong impression. I don't have my days where I'm like, God, where are you? And what the heck is going on in my life? Because yeah. we all do. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I also have that passion for, I, I, I think so often it, it's almost like we, we pray the wrong prayers at times. It's like we want the healing, we want this. I've never heard people pray for suffering or we want this gift or we want that gift or and, and, but we want to pray what we, we want to have a heart like we want to pray the father's heart lord what do you, what do you want us to do with today and and being that motivated by the spirit are, are we taking our daily journey again well i'm going to do this and if god intervenes then yeah i'll change my plans or are we starting the day going lord what do you want me to do um and i think it's it's that growing closer it's that yeah reading the bible but it's fellowship with with mates and christian mates yeah. and christian music it is yeah. surrounding yourself and and feeding off people often say don't they it's like whatever you sow in your garden is what grows in your garden and it's yeah. it, it's that feeding off stuff um i think yeah, that's, that's really important i think that's really good I've heard, I've heard you say two or three things that i just want to pick out i've heard you say um what you sow in is what you'll reap. So invest in your relationship with God. Like have those conversations um, with friends about faith and, and about people, you know, in your small groups and in your families and whatever. Like talk about what God is doing. Like foster that spirit of expectancy and of hope. And yeah. uh, um, I've heard you say um, that um, just the discipline of relationship of investing the time in prayer and in Bible reading and um, is part of that. And then I've also heard you say um, that don't be afraid of failure. Like don't be afraid of trying something and it might go wrong. Like that's okay. Like we learn through that too. Like, and I think sometimes yeah. people don't want to step out and say something because oh, what if it goes wrong or what if I mess it up? I don't, I don't know my Bible well enough. Or what if they ask me a question they don't know how to answer? Or, or I don't want to step out because oh, what if it all, what if, what if it doesn't work out? And, and, and actually that can lead us into a paralysis because those are, those are all fear responses, aren't they? And, and yeah. they don't yeah. be afraid of failure. Don't be afraid of getting it wrong. Like better to try and, and you'll learn through the failure just as much if not more than you do through the success so um yeah um so yeah. i think those are some really good points to pick out that's that's the beauty of scripture where we're called a child and we're called disciples yeah, yeah. you know it's great because we can never be greater than the the master yeah. and we're always taught and even peter he's whatever he did he was always still called jesus always called him disciple whatever he did yeah. and, and i love that because yeah. i know you know i've screwed up many a time and you, but you know full well is i think as well as learning in my early days i used to like if i messed up i'd like run away from god have my hissy fit and sulk and you know so, oh, i can't go back to god for a few days till i somehow used to think he'd forget and like you know and then i could but i have late i've learned now that as soon as i can get back into god's presence the better because it can be dealt with and sorted and you know how, how we can move on from there is there a verse um that you can share with us that is uh, just feels very relevant for the moment if I am um, the Father, where is the honour due my name? But then he goes on to say, bring the whole tithe into the storehouse. 
you know, don't hold back because you're trusting it into the Almighty's hands. And one thing I've really noticed, people keep talking about the new normal. Well, normal isn't in the Bible, that word. I think it can't, normally comes up once, but normal isn't. So God doesn't do normal. So we can be expectant, bring the whole tithe in and let God. But he says, if I am if I'm God, if I am Father, then where is the honour due my name? And I think that's what you're challenging yeah. us as a church. He says, in tithes and offering, um, you're under a curse, your whole nation, because you're robbing me. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse, so that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that it will, be, there will not be room enough to store it. I will prevent mm-hmm. pests from devouring your crops, and the vines in your fields will not drop their fruit before it's ripe, says the Lord. Then all the nations will call you blessed, for yours will be a delightful land. Which actually is a verse that um, has been around in YCC before. If you remember a little while back, we felt like um, there was this mesh kind of over um, the gateway. Yeah. And all God's resources were above this and wanted to be poured out. But we, there was a self-sufficiency, um, yeah. I think, in, yeah. in our attitude to things. And... Um, and there's loads that we can do with our own resources. Um, but actually, if we want to see what God's doing, we have to give up our self-sufficiency and allow, God's, um, allow God to bless. We have to bring our whole tithe in um, yeah. and, and allow God's um, um, resources to um, fall through. And that, yeah, I think that does feel very relevant for, um, for now. But there's, there's something good as well about the whole tithe means from every penny so those that feel they've only got a penny to bring to those that feel they've got years of wisdom and it to bring so again how do we foster that relationship we bring that tiny drop because without that tiny drop we don't have the whole tithe we have the whole tithe minus your tiny drop so if you've got a tiny drop bring that in because god loves that little widow's might much you know as much as the big bags poured in Exactly. And I think the beauty about that is obviously, obviously we read that with a financial lens. Oh, well, you know, God wants me to give my money. or my, But actually, it's, it's more than just our money. I think this, oh, yeah. is about, this is about another way of phrasing this is put your whole self in. Like, yeah. throw yourself into what God is doing. Um, so, like, throw your whole self into this and then just see how God blesses you and resources you. Um, don't hold back. Don't don't try and just give what you can afford it, financially, but also of yourself. Like, yeah. go, oh well, I can give this bit of time. I can give. Or I can do this. Or um, I know God's calling me to this. And but you know, obviously, I've got all these other commitments as well. So I can only really do this bit of this thing that God's called me to. No, no, both feet in, like yeah. that in, and everything. Um, yeah. And then just see what God does. Yeah. Yeah. That that's what Lou and I have enjoyed years of doing that and and seeing wow, how did God he always does the one thing you never thought of and it's just an incredible adventure and that's why people go, Oh, Christianity's boring. You try oh awesome, yeah. awesome when you put everything in and and go for it. So Thank you so much, Andy. Um really nice amazing pleasure. Just that encouragement uh um to get out of our comfort zones, to be all in, to um, to dive in, and to and to respond to what God's calling us to do, and to not um, 
not try and find all this balance between our spiritual life and our other life, but just be all in for God. No, it doesn't surprise me that that's what you bring. Um, I think that's, that's your DNA, <laughs> but, um, yeah. but I love it. So uh, thank, you for, thank you for bringing it into this that's, conversation. Really appreciate pleasure, it. Pleasure, pleasure. Okay.